Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the WellFit Lab podcast. I am your girl Shia Thousand, your host. And oh my gosh, today is the last episode of the WellFit Lab podcast, or this is the last episode of the WellFit Lab podcast, season two. Oh my gosh, two seasons down. So I'm going to be doing highlights of the season. Grab a pen and paper and your cup of tea and join me in the lab. See you in there. So I thought it would be really great to do some highlights from this season. Um, We started the season speaking with Tiffany, who is the founder of The Morning Shift Co., and talking about our routines. And she gave us some really, really great um, strategies and talked about the pillars of her business and really getting into building routines in our mornings so that it can set us up for success throughout our days. So if you have not listened to that episode, definitely go back and just tune in. It is a two-part episode. She breaks it down beautifully. What got her to um, recognizing that this was something that was needed and then also how she's able to support people through the pillars of her business. So definitely go back and listen to that two-part series. And then um, another highlight was physical wellness and being mindful that physical wellness is more than being active. It is also what we feed our bodies and our minds. So so often we only think about just being active, right? Like, what are you doing for your physical? Are you walking? Are you moving your body? Move your body, move your body. But what are you feeding your mind? Are you reading? What are you feeding your body? Are you putting healthy foods into your body so that your body can continue to carry you through all of your days? Um, It's really important. So we talk about that. Also, um, in our occupational wellness episode, really speaking about being happy and fulfilled at our jobs. For some reason, we have this idea that we're supposed to hate our jobs for 40 years and then retire. Like we're only supposed to be there to collect the check and then retirement is like the goal. And that's not even the case. We can have joy, happiness, and fulfillment in our work. And it's not something that we have to dread. We see people who are leaving traditional jobs and creating um, opportunities for themselves and others by building these amazing um, businesses that support social enterprise or just support their communities or just help people with a painstaking um, need that they actually were able to find the answer to. And that's something that's really important. So occupational wellness does not have to be something that you, um, your job doesn't have to be something that you dread every day. So then um, we talked about environmental wellness and The fact that it can be cultivated in our homes. How do we create green space in our homes? How do we create environments um, in which we are really caring for the environment, even inside of our homes, but even outside? Like, are we going for walks? Are you um, recycling? Are you leaving a smaller footprint um, on the earth as we are trying to protect it during the time of quarantine? We saw so many things in the environment get better because we slowed down and we were in our houses. The air quality got better. There was less pollution in the ocean. So um, just being mindful of that and how are we still keeping those things going even though we are not still in quarantine. 
So we also talked about emotional wellness and um, the fact that it does take a level of being self-aware and being able to um, name our emotions and also process them. I would encourage you to go back and listen to the episode with Dr. Jan Coles. Um, I love that she said that as adults, we have somewhat of a limited vocabulary for our feelings. We may always think we're angry, um, but we don't necessarily recognize that we may be frustrated. We may actually be hungry. We may be dehydrated. So really being mindful of that and having the self-awareness to um, name our feelings, recognize it for what it is, and get to a place where we're able to process it. So definitely go back and listen to that episode. It was really, really good. And then financial wellness. We had um, Kirsten and Julian on talking about financial wellness and um, the personal satisfaction and security with our finances and knowing that um, to really build generational sustaining wealth Um, we need to have more than a job going on, right? We need to be investing in the stock market. We need to have outside income um, or other streams of income that just do not depend solely on our jobs. We know that we will never become rich if we are strictly depending on our nine to five. And so if you didn't listen to that episode, get into it. Please listen to that episode. They was dropping gems. Everything I'm sharing right now, if you did not listen to um, this last season, please go back because every single guest was gem dropping on a whole nother level. So get your pen and papers ready. Please go listen to those episodes. Um, social wellness, which um, we I'm really just sharing what it is and ways to cultivate it, right? So um, social wellness is cultivated in community through connection and belonging, as well as taking care of yourself. We speak so much about social being other people, but we can be nothing for anyone if we are nothing for ourselves. So please make sure you are taking care of yourselves, cultivating a habit of self-care, sitting down and just being still and having guilt-free rest is self-care. I think so often we are taught and we are told that we need to be just going, going, going all the time. We are not meant to burn at both ends of the candlestick. We are not. We are needing to blow it out, (laughs) rest, and then just, we can light again. Like you can light again on Monday if that's what you so feel and burn Monday through Friday, but you must rest. And I'm I'm huge on getting rest. I'm huge on um, taking time for yourself. I've said this before, and I don't know if everyone, if you've listened to the episodes, but one thing that's really important for me is that I don't overcommit myself. So usually on weekends, I only allow myself to do two things um, per day. So if two, if three people ask me to do something on a weekend, and if whoever is the third person, if I've already said yes to the first two, I'm usually going to say no. And I don't mean that to be funny, but that's my capacity. So often we are just overcommitting ourselves and we are running ourselves ragged on the weekend, trying to be there for everyone and do everything and be a part of every scene, FOMO, um, fear of missing out sometimes, that we are nothing for ourselves. So I know for me, I can't even be my best if I am doing more than two things because I'm going to be exhausted for the very next day. And I'm someone, as I shared an episode about um, emotional intelligence and emotional wellness, like 
it really is a lot for me to constantly be around people and constantly be on. I do need that time to kind of separate. And sometimes I come off as standoffish, but it's really because I'm more overwhelmed than anything. And usually when I'm in that space, it's because I didn't honor my own values and I didn't honor my own um boundaries and say no to something. So I it's a practice for me to say, you know what, I can only do two things. So if someone asks me to brunch or someone asks me to meet them to do something, if I said two to those th- um, yes to those two things, then that's usually it. If someone else asks me to do something that evening, I'm probably going to say no. And it's really just a matter of timing. It's timing on who asks me first. It's timing on um, is that something I really want to do that weekend and if not, then I might say no. And then I might say yes to the thing for the evening and no to one of the earlier things. But um, really knowing your own capacity and practicing self-care is also a form of um, social wellness and really advocating for yourself and building relationships um, is a result of that as well. Once you're advocating and you can communicate like your boundaries and things like that, it helps you have healthier, better relationships that are not just surface, but they are um, strong, they are planted and they are gaining roots because you guys are having um, more than likely healthy conversations at that point. Um, It's not about gossip, it's about support, it's about um, development. Um, and just being there for one another. So um, most recently, I did share my own spiritual journey, and um, I definitely think that was more of a transparent conversation. I don't know if you can hear the cracking of my voice um, when I was recording it, but I definitely think spiritual wellness is about relationship. It is not about religion, and I think sometimes we get caught up in the religion And um, if you're familiar with the Bible, it's more of of like the Pharisee mindset where we are doing all the things that we think the law says to do, but that is not what God wants for us. He wants us to have a relationship with him. And I think it's relationship over religion. And once we are building that relationship um, with him, it'll better support our relationships with man. So I believe that our relationships go up and down first and then they grow across. And I like to believe that that is the cross itself as well. I am, we're focused on my relationship with God and then focused on my relationship with man, which it would be a cross because I am on the same level as man. I am not on the same level as God, even though I am joint heir to the throne with Jesus Christ, but I am not on the same level. So, um, I think that it is spiritual wellness is about our relationship and not our religion. So those are the highlights from this last season. And hopefully um, you guys really enjoyed it. Um, next season is going to be dope per usual. Um, <laughs> of course, I'm going to say that I'm biased. But um, I really hope that these um, digging into the eight dimensions of wellness and hearing other people's perspective on it um, really helped you and how you want to live out this life that we have. We only have one life. And so how do you want to live it out? And how do you incorporate the eight dimensions into your life? These are things that we're all dealing with on a regular basis. Like you don't think about financials as financial wellness, but it is. And so um, wellness has many um, variables and many aspects. It is not just bubble baths and therapy, even though those are part of it. But it is not just that. 
There is practical wellness, doing laundry and um, creating budgets. There is also um, building our relationships are part of our wellness, Um, making sure you have those, um, your tribe, your group of people. And sometimes as we get older, that circle gets smaller and that's okay. Um, But just knowing what you value and how your values align with your life and your decisions, it's pretty huge. So hopefully you enjoyed this season of the WellFit Lab podcast and can't wait to see you in February for season three, which will be releasing the first week of February. All right, guys, until then, happy holidays and a happy new year. And I can't wait to see how you guys show up in the world um, from listening to this season and really implementing the eight dimensions of wellness in every area of your life. Until next time, it's your girl, Shia Thousand. Be well, be safe. Happy holidays. Happy New Year, guys.